Welcome to Table Talk, a C3 family ministry podcast designed to help parents and students grow as disciples. Our goal is to create a timely, focused discussion that will provide genuine, practical, and encouraging application of God's Word to the everyday needs of the family. My name is Austin Weiss. I'm one of the youth pastors here on staff at C3, and joining me on today's podcast are a couple of familiar voices to you from our family ministry team, Sammy Schultz. Hey. (laughs) And Jordan Woodring. Hello. And then we also have a brand new voice to the podcast world today, Miss Sue Roten. Hello. And Sue is, uh, Miss Sue, we're so excited to have Sue on the podcast with us today as we're talking, especially with what we're talking about, we're talking about why we love camp. So um, I don't know if, you, if you're listening to this, we want to make sure that you know at C3 in, during the month of June, we take kids all the way from going into kindergarten all the way through graduated seniors to Camp Siokamo in Alba, Missouri. It's got a special place in our heart, and we're so thankful for Camp Siokamo. And we're doing that again this summer. So if you're listening to this and it's not June yet, then that means you still have time to sign up. Uh, but specifically, you can sign up um, on the C3 app or at carterblechristian.com slash Siokamo. The first deadline is May 8th, so you need to make sure you sign up by May 8th. It's coming quick. Um, if you listen to this. So, um, but we want to let you get to know Sue a little bit. So Sue, you and your husband, Scott, have been the camp managers for uh, for a while, right? That's correct. How 20, long? 27 years. 27 years. That's yes. crazy. That That's is awesome. crazy. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you call it something different? Right. Um, the official title is mm-hmm. camp managers. And I just really like caretakers mm-hmm. we're caretakers of the camp yeah and so we want to be there to take care of it and help the churches have a really nice place to bring the kids yeah yeah for sure so what um we just before we get going with our why we love camp what made you and scott want to step into that role as camp caretakers mm-hmm. It was just really a God thing. Um, Scott was a fireman for 19 and a half years and went out on an injury, and we were just kind of like, God, what's next? Mm-hmm. Um, we had been um, helpers at the camp. We had been dorm parents. We just loved the camp and did a lot of just work out there, you know, and mm-hmm. loved the camp. And they were looking for managers, directors, um, and they called us and asked if we would even be interested. So we went through quite a lot of prayer mm-hmm. <laughs> and are glad we did it. Yeah. Best decision we ever did. Yeah. And we're so glad that you did mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. You made such an impact on us and on so yes. many, so many families, so many mm-hmm. students, so many churches because of your faithful service. So we're so Thanks. thankful. What's um one more question. What's been and this is going to be hard, probably, <laughs> but what's been some of the more rewarding parts about being a camp caretaker for 27 years? Oh, my goodness. There's a long list. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, we have met people all over. Um, people have have rented the camp, even after our official camps, mm. from all over the United States. We've met um, kids that have come through camp that end up in the ministry all over the United States mm. in mission work. So I think one of the biggest um, things that we have enjoyed is the relationships mm. that we've made with people. Oh, 
there <laughs> you know there are so many times when you're frustrated with a facility issue or something and then you walk out and the kids are around the gate mm-hmm. and they're watching their friends be baptized mm-hmm. into Christ and it's just an unbelievable blessing mm. to be a little part of that yeah puts things in perspective for yes. sure a lot of times you're doing all the busy work and taking care of the camp right mm-hmm. and but the the stuff that's happening that you're allowing to happen because of what you guys do man it just life change happens yes. because, because absolutely of, because of that and we're super excited we get to talk about why we love camp because well we were all campers and then a couple of us were employees of camp, and then now we all are ministers who take kids to camp, and we love Camp Salakamo. So, um, so let's just jump in that first question. Why, why do we love camp? Sam, you want to start us off? What, sure. why, why do you love camp? Yeah. I um, put that it's just a great introduction to a parent to like trust the church and trust the camp to send their kid for the first mm-hmm. time. I mean, taking those sweet... I mean, pretty much pre-K students, brand new kindergartners Mm. there. Um, We have a unique situation that we're just like seven miles from the camp, but Mm. that a parent would say, yep, I'm going to send my kid there. And I just think that's just creating a trust Mm -hmm. uh, within these walls that they're going to send them um, to an event, you know, just a couple of miles away. But sometimes, and then overnight, you know, when they're going into second, third grade. So that's definitely a reason. Um, Where else are you just? hearing the gospel from like the moment you wake up till you go to bed. Um, right. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a grown woman. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting that, um, every single day. Like I I would like to that, but camp you are, and you're doing it with your community. You're doing it with your friends. And then I think we're all going to say it a million times, but the relationships, um, Mm -hmm. with the people you're taking to camp. And then you, you come to camp and you see people that you go to camp with every summer and you're like, Hey, how's it going? You know, um, kids and sponsors, and it's a unique relationship that you make out at Camp Sayokamo when you're sweating with a backpack <laughs> and taking care of children. You yeah, must be bonded like. over sweat. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure, Jordan, what would you say? I think I would echo Sammy and Sue both, um, but also just getting to be an extension of the church mm. in, like, yeah, this this is the church. Like we're coming with multiple churches to a place where we get to learn the gospel. This is the church. And so, you know, just getting to be students with students in that way is special and it's a privilege. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would say a lot of the same stuff, right? Just the the like the relationships with that you get to build with students mm-hmm. um over for for us for junior high and high school, it's week long. Um, times it, I mean, I love that there's no phones at mm-hmm. camp now. It's a, like, yes. it's a rare thing to happen, um, in, in the lives of our students and mm-hmm. just not having screens in front of their faces all the time. Yeah. Being able to relationally connect with students in that way is, is pretty awesome. So what, what about you, Sue? What would you say? What's well, my first thing is when you say, um, why do you love camp? Why don't you? Yeah. yeah. What is there not to love about camp? I think I went kind of more, some on the silly side, yeah. was, oh my goodness, it's a big slumber party yeah. every night <laughs> um, with your best friends. You're outside a lot, uh, echo you on the no phones. Um, they get away. Time with mm. God. Um, we have to add in lots of canteen 
Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you can't snacks. you can't do All it without snacks. Um, another thing that I love is when you when you drive into the camp, there is no time, there is mm-hmm. no schedule. God leads us. Mm-hmm. And I just love the fact that we can be running late because there's a child that has some questions and mm-hmm. let's take the time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you don't mm-hmm. get that. You're so scheduled. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Oh, that was another thing. Making friends yeah. with um, kids from church. I have um, friends that I made at camp that I still have connection with, that mm-hmm. I grew up at camp with. And the best camp food ever. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. That's true. Some pretty good, some pretty good camp food for sure. The mac and cheese, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. That yes, salad bar. Good. I'm telling you, some oh, something about watermelon true. at camp is like the, the is the yep. best ever. Yep. Watermelon at it is camp. Manna. <laughs> I don't know where you get that watermelon. I don't know what <laughs> grove. No, what grove you picked that from? But I'm I need They're more doing, of it. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, to any sponsors that are listening. Camp calories don't count. They, That's true. Right. When you go get a candy bar every time you're at the canteen, the calories actually don't count out there if you <laughs> yep. didn't know about that. Yep, might as well throw a Dr Pepper on there yeah. because it doesn't it doesn't count. So and a s'more for a late night snack. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Oh man, we love camp. So um, what's so uh, we love camp for all these reasons, but we also see fruit from camp. So what's some of the fruit that we see? Um, that you guys have seen or observed from camp. Jordan, why don't you start this one? What's, okay. what's some of the fruit you've seen? I won't steal everything, but I think <laughs> um, just taking it even from the first one, them not having their phones is very fruitful. Mm-hmm. Um, just them getting, and we've talked about this before, but like if they are resistant to it at first, they end up being some of the ones that enjoy it the most yes. by the end of it. Um, because they realize how distracted they are and how consumed they are. And it's just one of those things where it's like, this is a normal part of culture now. And so take, like taking that away from a, like for a whole week can be scary to students. But then it's just like, oh, I wish I could always not have my phone is mm-hmm. genuinely how they feel. Mm-hmm. I wish that I didn't have a phone, um, which obviously says something about, you know, mm. we could have way more conversations about that. Um, but like the freedom and the growth that they can experience and even just the realization of I am tied to this thing. Um, there's growth in just being there, um, because they have to say no to some things, including sports, including, (laughs) you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, Oh, this is a shock into reality. Like I want to be in the word, um, consistently. I want to be learning about the gospel. I want to have a relationship with Jesus. And a lot of the things that I'm leaving behind are actually like, uh, sometimes distractions are getting in the way of that. So just that realization I feel like is, is cool. And then, um, I would also say their commitment to like lifelong ministry. Um, when we've seen just that first taste of, Oh, maybe I, I could do this with my life. Maybe this could be a part of my story for a long time. Um, like these people that I'm surrounded by. Um, so I would say there are so many things that, um, we've seen fruit from that. It's, I mean, I feel like we could all go on for a long time talking about it. It's fruitful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. For sure. What would you say, Sue? What are some, what are some um, of the, one of the One of the things I, um, put down, is also like Jordan is 
the decisions made for Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of people that have been at Camp Siokamo that have made life, gone into ministry, um, or just life decisions for Christ. Another thing that I think that I see is I see youth groups being formed. Um, you have an opportunity to take your youth groups to several different locations, but at camp, it's one of the places that they have special youth group time and the accountability that they um, get for each other from that. Mm-hmm. They have their youth group there, and then they're accountable to them you yeah. know, when they come home. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Sammy, what would you say? Some fruit. Well, yes and yes. Um, I think my answer, I'm going to change what I originally put, but when I take a kid there, when they're alongside a sponsor, like you're in a kid's world when you are Mm -hmm. out there. And so we're Mm. seeing grown men and women (laughs) or teenagers stepping up to be sponsors that are taking on being silly, staying Mm. up way way past their bedtime. And it's those moments that a kid is like, this person's for me. Like they mm-hmm. love mm. Jesus. They love the church and they're, mm. they're doing this with me out here. And I just think that you're setting us up for a home run when we come mm-hmm. back to this church, when we come back in these doors and we're tired and we're coming back the next Sunday or our next event, uh, that environment's just creating a home run for us all the time. <laughs> so mm. thank you. Yeah. We're going to yeah. say that a million times. Yeah. Just thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. really. And you guys, hearing you guys just talk about the fruit of camp, I just was like just kind of just listening to everything <laughs> you're saying. And I couldn't help think my own life. You know, it was camp that I think I could probably pinpoint the first time that I really worshiped was back at camp, junior mm-hmm. high camp. I remember singing, We Are Hungry. <laughs> We are hungry, hungry for more of you, right? I remember that song specifically and that feeling like the first time I was really worshiping as a sixth or seventh grade boy um, in the chapel. Like I remember going forward and saying, I want to give my life to ministry at camp. I can remember those kinds of things. Um, it's a special place, right? There's real fruit that comes from it. And I've seen it in my, my own life for sure. Um, so we know like there's immediate fruit, right? And specifically at C3, like, some of our immediate fruit we see how camp lines up is just our discipleship process of students being with Jesus in community on mission, right? Like it hits all of those, right? There's relationships, they're connecting in real Christ-centered community. There's they're definitely growing deeper when when you're entrenched in that much Bible for the whole week. <laughs> it's it's hard not to grow in your relationship with Jesus, Absolutely. and then and then ultimately, right, coming to a realization of who Jesus is should drive us to want to serve him faithfully on mission, and that we see those things happening year in and year out, uh, that fruit. But what's what's some of the long-term impact that you guys have seen uh, from camp? What are some of the things that you guys have seen? Sue, I'm going to start with you. What are some of the things you've seen long-term? Well, I'm going to repeat myself again, because Great. I feel like the the biggest thing that I have seen is I have seen kids come as first and second graders, and then be in high school, and then go to a Bible college, work at the camp, and then go into ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I would say that long-term, you know, is obviously the life-changing that they end up going into the ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it just keeps, <laughs> it just keeps multiplying at that point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 
That's crazy, for sure. Sammy, what would you say? What are some of the long-term? Yeah, um, I just think it's breaking down the idea that our church is this building that we're sitting in mm-hmm. right now. It's expanding their their view of the kingdom, that it's beyond them. I don't know how many times I can tell a student before we walk out these doors. Now, there's other churches there, and then we get there and like, what are all these people doing? I was like, yeah, there's like other, other churches. churches coming here. Mm-hmm. It's not just you. And I don't know if they're, you know, connecting the dots fully in the second grade, but... Um, or even having a teacher that's not me or a C3 staff member up on um, a stage telling them the gospel, that the gospel is consistent uh, outside of C3 walls. Like, it, yeah. no matter who that deliverer is, when we go there, that it's going to be consistent. It's the good news over and over again. And we can trust that the good news is going to be shared accurately mm-hmm. and with fun and with joy at Camp Siokamo. Um and I, I was just thinking about this of that with younger kids that I get to take, um, they're just itching to go because their siblings have been like, well, when I went to Camp Sayokamo <laughs> or when I was in the second grade, and I just think of like the family dynamic of their siblings just pumping them up for what they get to experience. Mm. And how's that for the kingdom? That mm-hmm. it's like your sibling above you is like, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. You have to experience what I've experienced. And that's just, that's the good news, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So good. So good. Jordan, what would you say? Um, <clears throat> I'm stealing something. But um, just Sammy had something, just it being the church is for students, um, that they're the church today and not just the church of mm-hmm. the future. So I think even in the time that we dedicate to missions every week, normally we mm-hmm. pick a mission for the week and like for Many years, we uh, supported the same students. Um, and do you remember their names? Uh, Oliver and Sandrine. Oliver and Sandrine. He's good with names, though. <laughs> they um, are still in the office. The pictures, the pictures. of them mm-hmm. are still in the office. And we did that for years yes. and years and years. And and so even that was one of mm-hmm. my first tastes of, like, oh, we get to be a part of the church now. Like, mm-hmm. this is just, um, like, ownership of it Mm. um and not just ownership but it's like like sammy said we're gonna be a part of a bigger church that's happening all over the nation all over the world and um the way that we support one another pray for one another um connect in this community but then also realize like we need to bring others into this community and we need to check on other communities in different worlds (laughs) and you know in different um nations and stuff so it's like that whole um, just expanding their minds about what the gospel is and what the church is, is, um, pretty cool. And it happened, like Austin said, it, it's happened for us, um, personally. And so we can say, yep, it works. <laughs> um, yep. it's doing it. And then we see it in our kids every year for yep. sure. So, and yep. it happened for me personally, yeah. I was baptized in the old swimming pool hmm. in the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I knew that. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I would I would agree with every, I mean, and echo everything you guys are saying. I think just uh, a lot of times we put God in a box of what we mm-hmm. think he's able to do and how he's able to work. And I think camp is a great, just a, a window into who God is a little bit more, how he works for our students, um, just to see that he is so beyond what you could ever think or imagine. Um but in the best way possible, you know, <laughs> and camp is just a great uh, way to open open the eyes of our students to, to see how big our God is. Um, 
that's that's pretty cool to see. But and we love camp, and we want to kind of just wrap up things because we love camp. There's a lot of reasons why we like, love camp, but honestly, one of the reasons why we love camp <laughs> is because of Scott and Sue Roden, <laughs> and because true. of their faithfulness to Jesus and and to His kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we all kind of want to say something a little. We do. <laughs> so. I might have Jordan start. Jordan, you good? You want okay, to start? Sure. Okay. Um, well, I just thought of when I think of memories, <laughs> I went there as a student. I'm I'm looking at Sue and she's crying, so I'm gonna try not to cry. Um, but she, uh, her, and Scott both. I was there as a student and then worked there for two summers, um, and then it was right out of. It was at the end of my summer, my second summer working there, that I um, got an internship here. And um, I remember calling them <laughs> and saying, I'm Austin and I are going to work at Carterville. And the first thing she did was she laughed out loud. <laughs> She's like, they're going to let you two work at Carterville. I'm like, okay, well, yes, they are. Um, but you were one of the first people that I wanted to tell um, about yeah. my success That's um, or success, whatever this opportunity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong word choice there, but um, yeah, you were one of the first. Um, you and Scott were uh, very influential in just helping me see. Oh, I need to be a leader in the church, and I need to. I remember Scott telling you that take this seriously. <laughs> yeah, and just. Um, Stepping outside of my comfort zone was a big mm-hmm. thing that I was super, super shy growing up. Um, didn't even got homesick when I was at camp, um, but it was just the repetitiveness of being there for me um, that really solidified ministry for me. Um, and just just me loving Jesus, not just mm-hmm. ministry. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you guys are amazing, and you, you will always be influential in my life. I hope so. Um, so. I appreciate and love you guys very much. Thank you. Love you. Okay. I'm just going to re- read what I wrote instead of look at you. Cause you don't don't do look that. at me. Um, I'll add a little bit, but I just, um, my family moved to, you know, a small town of Fort Scott, Kansas <laughs> in the middle of fifth grade, and I needed a community, and I was brought to Camp Sayokomo where I heard the gospel, and mm-hmm. um, that camp met me in a place where I needed it. I needed to hear truth that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that truth has remained consistent today as I get to bring kids and experience it. And so I just want to say thanks for stewarding <laughs> an environment um, for me to know the gospel as a kid. And when I think of you guys, I just, I think that um, a gospel-centered life doesn't have to be loud. <laughs> um, but you, you remind me that it, it is a servant uh, hood that we that we live for Jesus and um, you have faithfully served <laughs> a long obedience um, in Jesus and I just want to mimic that because thank of you. you so thank you I don't think I realized until you said it of how long you guys have been there yeah. um, <laughs> that I started going to camp when I was seven um, so this summer is my either 26th or 27th year. <laughs> so I have not known camps out well, without Scott and Sue Roden. Um, got to, you know, haven't missed, haven't missed a summer. <laughs> uh, I got to work with you guys there and, um, you, you both have just impacted me so much as a, as a man, as a minister, as a follower of Christ, um, made a, a big impact on my life, solidified the, the importance of hard work. Um, and, and dedication and, and following through. 
Um, but also just set an example of what it looks like to serve God joyfully <laughs> and faithfully for so many years. Um, and this is, we're entering into, we're on the cusp of, of the final summer for Scott and Sue Roten at Camp Oak Mo. And, um, and I say it'll never mm. be the final summer. That's right. Yeah. That's we won't right. actually work for the camp. <laughs> you better we not be strangers be, there, that's for sure. <laughs> we will always be grandma and grandpa. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> to lots of kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are just so thankful um, for the example of faithfulness to Jesus and his kingdom that you guys have you guys have showed to, to us. And I know every single every single church that's involved. Every single minister that's ever gone would love. I mean, right now, Sue, you came and, and joined us with your legal pad here. <laughs> that's a staple of Camps Alcohol right there. She's got it right here. Forget the computer. That's right. It's right here. But we would we would all echo the same thing that you guys mean the world to us, um, and we're just so thankful. And thankful. I think we could say this with full confidence. Well done. Well yes. done. You guys have yep. served God faithfully. So we're just so thankful for you. Thank you. So. We love you. Yep. <laughs> Man, we hope we hope that you love camp as much as we do. If you're listening to this, yep. And we hope you don't miss this opportunity. So, hey, go get signed up if you haven't signed up for camp. Uh, sign up. Uh, you can go to CardivalChristian dot com slash Sayokamo or the C three app and get signed up today. Um, and if you know of somebody that needs to get signed up, why don't you go ahead and send this podcast to them so they can hear why we love it and why it's beneficial for them to come. Again, the first deadline is coming up May 8th, so go get signed up today. And as always, if you have any questions about anything, we'd love for you to uh, email us, get the, keep the conversation going at c3fam at cardivalchristian.com. We'd be happy to continue talking to you about it. So thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>